back and done that special for some folks. That work for you? All right, all right, all right. God is good. We've been talking in the last uh, few weeks about husbands and wives, mothers and fathers, children, and having happy homes and powerful homes and strong families. Isn't that right? And, and, and being committed to one another, dedicated to one another. And, and, and God, the, the, and, and I talked, and I've been telling you the first institution that God ever created was marriage. And God is into family. And family is, 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 can be a very strong and positive thing. But when family is not strong and positive and they're not walking in the spirit, it can be totally disaster. And so God knew that he wanted family to be strong and committed and dedicated for us to be committed and dedicated to one another. Not only biological family, but church family. Isn't that right? And so he would not, uh, he would not ask us to do something and not give us the, uh, 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 a way to get it done. Isn't that right? You know, when you, uh, uh, you always have got to look at uh, what, what, what's in, the, in here. What he put in here is enabling us to live the way he would have us to live. And as we deal with domestic violence, we heard another woman killed last night or yesterday. And we've had more women killed this year than at any time with domestic violence. And they're doing a class back there. They've done one uh, here uh, this morning. And some of you all that are sleeping need to get up and get to Sunday school. Some powerful stuff is going on. And so uh, I'm going to talk about what helps us to do that. We want to have strong families in here, isn't that right? And we want, I mean strong families. We want families that are committed to God and to one another, isn't that right? And, and it can be done. Uh, and the only ones that can't do that are the ones that are outside of Christ, right? And, and we saw a great illustration of that yesterday at a homegoing celebration of a huge number of folks, of family folks. And this is what we want. We want families, and we want we see family family here today. The ponders here today, and I always say the ponders here today is a family. You know why they can be here today and make a stand yesterday? Is because they understand that when you come to Christ, you become a new creature in Christ. Old things pass away, and all things come new. Isn't that right? Amen to that. You see, there's you know there's some people that you couldn't stand. You may not want to sit down with them, but you can tolerate them. That's in any family. Come on here. That's an Emmy family. He ain't told us that we had to have dinner with everybody. He just told us we had to respect everybody. Are you with what I'm saying? But there is an ingredient that you have to have to be able to do that. And I'm talking about things like uh, we're tired of divorces, right, right? Folks are wanting to get married. Folks is wanting to live in an institution of marriage. And we have divorces. We got abuse. All this stuff going on. But we have the formula. We have the formula. And it's all about love. And when, when love comes into our hearts, then we can treat one another the way we should be treated. All right? Here we go. All right. We're going to turn to Ephesians 4, verse 1 through 6, and 17 through 32 from the New King James. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Now, see, Paul is saying here he beseeches us to, to walk worthy of the calling which we've been called. Now, listen to me, Christians. When you are a Christian, there is a different walk that you're supposed to have than when you were a non-Christian. When you are a Christian, you are called into, yes, a different style of walking. 
and with that walking is a different style of talking. Are you with me? All right. Walk with all lowliness and gentleness. We, we walk now with all lowliness and gentleness. We're gentle towards one another. And see, some of you are looking at this, and you need to just worry about yourself. Don't worry about what these other folks are doing. Or you walk, we, you can do things in gentle. You can treat a fool gentle. Yes. Matter of fact, the best way to treat them is gentle. Yes. Let them go on and act, all right? Only one fool, not two. When I walk gentle, I'm not into that. All right? I can gently say, that's enough. I don't want to hear that. You need to take that somewhere. Y'all laughing at me, ain't you? I'm just telling you what the gospel says. I'm working on this myself. Oh, here we go, all right? Also with long-suffering. And there's also with long-suffering. Look at me, folks. Some folks ain't going to make it at the same time you think they're supposed to make it. Some folks need more work done than other folks need more work done. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we have to, it's long-suffering sometimes. We have to, we have, we have to bear, uh, we're bearing one another with love. So we, like I said, is there are some people, and some of you all know, you got some people in your family shaky. Say amen. Because if they was here, they'd say amen, same about you maybe, all right? So, here's, so we, we, we got to understand that, yes, we do. We have some folks that are shaky. But we're going to have to have that long-suffering, and we're going to have to bear one another, Right? You see, because sometimes you'll be in a position, look at me now, sometimes you'll be in a position where you can't run away, you got to stay. Isn't that right? You see, you may have to be in a place where everybody has to come. We saw that yesterday, where everybody has to come. You know, they don't mind. I've been with this family a long time. There's some folks there that probably ain't on everybody's good list. <laughs> yeah, but you have to do what? You have to bear with one another and love one another, and that's respect, right? You understand what I'm saying? So we, we got to do that even in church. You all say that when we say you love a lot of folks in here. And we say we love everybody, but we don't like everybody. But he, that's why God didn't use the word like. He used the word love because you can love somebody you don't like, right? Amen to that? But see, in y'all's case, y'all love me and like me. I understand that. How could you not, right? So here we go, right? Come on now. He tells us again from the boys. I urge you, live a life that is worthy of the calling he has graciously extended to you. So he's extended to us because, listen to us, he's extended his love to us. He's asking us to extend our love to others. Because right. all you wasn't born saved. Now, you wasn't born saved now. Right. Right. Said, so come on here now. You know, you wasn't born saved. There was some craziness in you at one time in your life. But God's, God took his patience and he, and he was dealing with you for a long time till you got saved, right? And then when you got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, your life changed. And when your life changed, you was able to tolerate folks. And some of the folks that tolerated you are the same folks that uh, you got some problems. They just go walk out and turn it off. You see what I'm saying? So some of the, some of the people, somebody's got something ringing somewhere. <laughs> they take it out there and throw it away or something. They, they left it. They didn't need it. Anybody left it there, they didn't need it, right? So, yeah, trying to interrupt me up here. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what happened with these electronics. See, the devil trying to get me not to get this message through. That's right. Or maybe the phone was amening me because y'all wasn't amening me enough. Right? <laughs> so here we go. Let's do that again as a prisoner, please. As a prisoner of the Lord. We are prisoners of the Lord. I urge you. Live a life that is worthy of the calling he has graciously extended to So he's extended something to me. He's asking me to extend it to somebody else. Right. 
All right. Be humble. Be oh. gentle. Now let me let me tell you something. All right. Be humble. We all work. There's a song that's saying, "Please be patient with me." Yes. God is not through with me yet. Right. Well, there's mine. Keep praying for me. Pray for me. Pray for me, church. Pray for me. It's kind of hard when you got all I got to be humble, but it's all good. All right. It says, be humble. I've done that for Travis sitting back there messing with me. Okay. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be patient. Be patient. Tolerate one another. Lord, help us. An atmosphere thick with love. This is what the Bible is telling us. And we know it's difficult. But when we are born again and we have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes in partnership with us and helps us to be able to do. You can't do this without the Holy Spirit. Come on here. You can't do this without the Holy Spirit. This is why we call it born again. If I wasn't born again, I'd search people who could get under my skin. But they can't get under my skin now because I'm born again. All right? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't react from the flesh like I used to act from the flesh. I react from the Spirit because that is a new calling that I have. I have to act and react from the Spirit. Are you with me? All right. And verse 3 tells us, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be peacemakers. We're supposed to be peacemakers. I didn't say you were. But, you know, I, I said you're supposed to be a peacemaker. Everybody ought to amen that. You know, there's a difference between what you're supposed to be and who you are. So I'm going to do it again. We're supposed to be peacemakers. Amen. All right, there you go. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. We all in one body, and that is in the body of Christ. There's one spirit, the Holy Spirit. And this is what it's all about. Now, churches get confused. Churches get confused with all of these denominations and all of this stuff going on. No, we all one person. We're all in one body. Christ didn't die for Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, and all that stuff. He died for the church, the body of Christ. That's all of us, all right? So don't get confused with all that stuff. People want to argue about their religion. Religion is man's way to reach him. Faith is God's way for man to reach him. So we over here, we're people of faith. Isn't that right? And we walk in the spirit, and we don't gratify the flesh. Isn't that right? And as we walk in the spirit, then we can love one another. We can tolerate one another because the Holy Spirit will empower us to be able to do that, right? We're going to have powerful, strong families in this church. Isn't that right? That's right. You can't do it on your own. You've got to have assistance, and that assistance is the Holy Spirit to assist you to be able to do those things. All right? There is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There ain't but one Lord and one faith and one baptism. Period. All right? One God and Father of all. How many gods? One God. And how many fathers? One God. He's the Father of us all. All right? When you get in your car and you go drive, you be careful who you're pointing your finger at. Be careful who you're talking about. They got a Heavenly Father. Whether they accept Him or not, they got one. He's waiting on them to accept Him. But whether they do not accept Him or not, you remember that's God's child down there. That's right. And you don't know why they're there. What situation or circumstances led them to where they're at. The same spirit that will lead them to where he, to him, is the same spirit that led you to him. Isn't that right? So that's why it says long-suffering, because there could be some people in your life, some people you don't know, you're tired of them. I understand that. We get tired of people, sick of people, you know, sick and tired and sick and tired of people. I didn't say you wouldn't do that. I'm just saying be, I'm just saying be humble and be kind and be loving, because that person might have an opportunity through the way you treat them to come to Christ one day, and they will be able to walk in the newness of Christ and change their whole life. All right. Amen. All right. Again, that was one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. See, see, there's only one Father that's above all and in us and through us. That's God. We all the same. 
we're just in different shells. But God, God's colorblind. He ain't into all that stuff that we're into. He's a spirit. You all know you're a spirit, right? You better be glad you're a spirit because if you're just a shell and that's all you believe in, this, when that's over, this is it. But I'm glad that this is a spirit within me. And my heavenly father is a spirit. And he one day will receive me in the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? I will be in the spirit realm. You're going to be there yourself if you're saved. All right. That's what this is all about. Verse 17 tells us, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. He's telling us that we don't walk the same as we used to walk. You know, we don't talk the same as we used to talk. We're different people, right? Keep going. Or in the futility of their mind. Or in the futility of their minds. In other words, our mind is changed. Let this mind be in you, this... There you go. Y'all been coming to church. Uh, here we go. Having their understanding darkened. See, see, their understanding is darkened. You need to hear what I'm getting ready to say. How in the world you want to give somebody the, the light that can't understand the light? They're walking in darkness. That's why they were acting the way they were acting. We're expecting something that's out of people that they're not capable of doing because they're walking in darkness. They haven't been led to the light. They haven't received the light of Christ, the spirit of Christ. And so we upset at them and we want to throw and cuss and fuss and go all of those things. They can't do no better because they're walking in darkness because they haven't inherited the light. Y'all understand me? All right. Is this good teaching? Good. All right. Also being alienated from the life of God. See, they're alienated from the life of God. You're trying to do God talk to somebody that doesn't know God. And that's foolishness to them, the scripture says. Isn't that right? You see, does anybody know Latin in here? Now, if I go speaking in Latin, you all would know what I was talking about. You would know what I was talking about, right? right. So that's why I'm trying to do English the best I can. <laughs> all right? Well, some of you all are wanting to talk Latin to somebody that, that don't understand Latin. You get what I'm talking about? Some of you want to talk spiritual to saying somebody that's not spiritual. They can't understand that because they wa- they, they're walking in the flesh. So anything you say to them is foolishness. And then you mad at them. So who crazy? All right. And it tells us this because of the ignorance that is in them. Ooh, because of the ignorance in them. You can't teach ignorance. You can't teach ignorance. Some folks are ignorant. Right, right. But, you, uh, but the, the uh, ignorant person can make you a fool trying to teach him. All right, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and also because of the blindness of their heart. Their heart's blind. They can't see. So we're wasting a lot of time working on somebody else. You need to work on yourself. Because some people, listen, 1964, Coach Ventura told me, remember they called me on like, Chet, you're going to find out in life some people just can't cut it. The Bible's telling you the same thing. All right? Verse 19, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. They've, in other words, they've given themselves over to that lifestyle. You, you all know that there's a heaven and a hell. Right, so that means some people are going where? They're going to hell. Because they're giving themselves over, right? And this is what this is telling us here, right? Boy, really, people get scared when you talk talking about hell. Yes, they do. <laughs> Everybody ain't going to heaven. Y'all know that, right? All right? Some people just chose not to. God takes everything away from us, but what? Freedom of choice. 
Some people might, somebody might get in your face that I choose to go to hell. Oh, there's some folks that tell you that now. There's some folks that tell you that, right? All right, you just don't hold hands with them. Uh, I'm telling you, that's right. Here we go. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. And the truth is in where? Jesus. Our philosophy? Jesus. Oh, okay. All right. That you put off concerning your former conduct. So we have to put away some stuff. You see, you want to stay married? You better get this. Oh, yeah, you better get this. Folks didn't amen that. The person said, the per- if you ain't married and the person sitting next to you, you thinking about marrying them, you might want to cut that off. If they didn't say amen to that, they got some new, they talking about some new rules, okay? Uh, read that again. Yes. Again, you must put off concerning your former conduct, the old man or woman which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. There are some things that you got to shed off in this life. When you become a Christian, you got to shed off some stuff. Yes. All right? And, and you will know if somebody else is there because you can identify what they shed it off, because, if they shed it off, because you understand what it is because you shed it off and you know what it looks like. So you're able to identify somebody who has not shed it off because you shed it off and you know what it's like. That's right. All right? So shed off the old and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So we got to shed off the, uh, the old and be renewed where? Sometimes families, you need to get together, husbands and wives and children. When you see some adverse force or adverse spirit coming into your home and people are getting all that chaos and confusion, you need to pray for God to renew your spirit and renew your mind in the house. All right? Let me tell you something. You, you're in relationships. You're all marriage. You need to ask God to renew your spirit and renew your mind, and you look at that person totally different than you saw him before. That's a fact. I told you all once that some folks didn't get it because they were too shallow. The more that I knew got into Christ, the more beautiful my wife began to look. Because I, got, I was looking at her through the eyes of him and with the mind of him and with the spirit of him. You just want to hear something else? Say amen. amen. Some of you all started looking better. <laughs> all right. We have fun, but we learn, we learn. That's what we're over here about. We ain't all stuffy over here. Come on here with that, right? Verse 24 tells us to put on the new man or woman. So we got to put on the new man and the new woman, which is created according to God in truth and righteousness and holiness. That's what we got to put on. Galatians says put on, cover ourselves with Christ. We got to put something new on. Get away from that old. Old attitude's going to bring us anger, and it's going to bring all of that abuse and all that craziness in. But if we put on the newness of Christ, if we robe ourselves with Christ, we can love each other and tolerate each other and have long-suffering for one another. Yes, we can. Right. But we can't do that unless we, we go to the closet, the close closet of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, and, and get rid of Johnny and put some Holy Ghost on. All right? Therefore, putting away lying, so that means when you, do, when you do that, you're going to quit lying? That's what the Bible said. Hey, don't get me. This is the gospel. There's another gospel. It ain't the gospel of Johnny. I got plenty, but that's not mine. But I like that. Therefore, put away lying. Let, let, go ahead. Let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor. Huh? huh? Hey. 
You see, guys, can we want to have a little fun. Boy, one of the toughest things, not for me, but one of the toughest things is, does this look all right on me? <laughs> Boy, that's some shaky ground, ain't it? Yeah, that's a trick. If you're not careful, you bite. <laughs> you see, sometimes, that's, yeah, dear, that looks good. Yeah, baby. A lie is a lie. Okay, here we go. So Have fun but learn, isn't that right? Again, speak truth with your neighbor, for we are members of one another. All right. Be angry and do not sin. This is a tough one here. The Bible says, be angry but do not sin. In other words, there's some things that ought to upset you. Come on, folks. There are some things that ought to upset you. And the Bible tells you it's okay to be angry, but it says sin not. And, and you can do that. There's a way to get somebody and put them in their place without going overboard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a way to do that. The Bible, I can say I'm angry, but I got to be careful how I express that anger. Okay. It also says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. And it said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Come on, folks. Come on, come on here. It said, don't go to bed angry. Don't let the sun, you know the rule we have in our house. We have a, I have a 24-hour rule, okay? If, you, if, if I do something on the 16th, Gwen's got to talk about the 16th because the 17th is over. No, that's for real. And if she comes in and she'll tell you that, said, no, if we got some issues, let's solve this issue now because we ain't carrying this thing into tomorrow. Does that make sense? And uh, that's, that's a rule I've made and it's been in my household for years and it works. You see, so we have to sit down and we got to solve this because you ever go to sleep and you kicking and turning and tossing? Remember that song, I couldn't sleep at all last night, tossing and turning? Yeah, yeah. Some of you old folk know what I'm talking about. Y'all know, y'all know that song. Come on in. You see? Yeah, because you went to bed angry. You went to bed mad. And then next, I'm going to say, say, tell me something crazy, Pastor. How are you going to go to get in the bed angry, mad at somebody you sleeping beside? Ain't that crazy? Yeah, sometimes you kick it and say, oh, I was having a nightmare, huh? <laughs> uh, no, the Bible says, the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Oh, yeah, we can laugh. And the thing of it is, because it's not healthy, it's not healthy to carry anger, especially with someone you love. It's not a healthy thing. Because if you let that thing lay there, it's like a cancer. And it'll grow into something that will come into an abusive thing, whether it be words or whether it be physical. You've got to solve that thing. Right. All right? And also, we are not to give place to the devil. Don't give place to the devil. You don't want to give place. When anger comes in, listen to me, church. Anger comes in and you don't deal with it, you're giving place to the devil. You all have heard me teach toehold, foothold, stronghold. When you see that devil, he's got that toehold, get rid of it. Because if he doesn't, he, next thing he's got a stronghold, all right? I mean, excuse me, he's got a foothold. Next thing he's got a stronghold and you're in divorce court. That's how it works. Somebody's done left. Somebody's done got hit. Somebody's done cursed. This is what the Bible's trying to get us. We ain't afraid to do the truth over here, are we? We want loving families over here? Well, here's the formula. Watch out for this. Sometimes you men need to get down on your knees because he should be the one doing it and pray and pray that spirit out of your home. Pray that spirit out yourself and pray for your wife. Adam could have solved that whole thing. He could have solved that whole thing and, and said, no, sweetheart, you shouldn't have never done this, and I'm going to pray for God and ask forgiveness for you. But he, he bit into the same thing that he was responsible for because she wasn't responsible for the garden. Y'all do know that, right? Come on, man. He was responsible, right? 
And so he lost his responsibility and it caused us some problems. So be responsible, men. Be responsible, men. Let me do it this way. Be responsible, ladies. Amen. All right. I love my ladies. Here we go. Verse 28. Let him who stole steal no longer. Quit stealing. But rather let him labor. Go to work. Working with his hands what get is a, good. Get a job. <laughs> that he may have something to give him who has need. Then you have something for yourself or you have something to give somebody else. That's right. That's right. All right. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Don't let any corrupt word come out your mouth. Come on, men. You love me? Call her what her mother named her, not her father, right? That's right. We don't curse, do we? Not at our, our, our husbands, our wives, our children, our daughters, our sons. This is the Bible. Say amen to that. This is what it's saying. It's teaching us how to live. I know some of you are uncomfortable. Don't get upset at me. I'm just simply the messenger. If you live like this, you'll have a happy life. But what is good for necessary edification? All right, what we're going to do is try to just lift people up instead of bringing them down. This has got to start in households. All right? That it may impart grace to the hearers. So it impart grace to whoever's hearing it. You can say something kind to somebody you don't like. That's right. I do it with DJ all the time. <laughs> I had to do that, DJ. I love DJ. I've never told DJ I liked him. He's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Just love him. <laughs> Go ahead. Come on, y'all. Have to, come, we quit being all tightened up. Sometimes you need to loosen up. Right. Laugh at yourself. Right. You see, I've heard so many compliments on the family, the kids. They kids to me. They are kids. The kids yesterday that that uh, were praising and giving honor to their grandmother, and they like cousins and stuff, and they have that. And you can people told me said you could just see the love that that family has. Well. The fruit don't fall very far from the tree. You say, yeah, you can. You can love each other. Yeah, you can. All right. Am I about done? Yes. Take your time. All right. <laughs> Verse 30 tells us, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. You know, look at me, Phil. I'm going to tell you something. If I say something that hurts this child, it grieves the Holy Spirit. When you say something, yes, come on here. When you say something that hurts your wife, your husband, your children, yes, it grieves the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says don't grieve the Holy Spirit. When I step out of divine order, it grieves the Holy Spirit. Let's do it this way. When you step out of divine order, it grieves the Holy Spirit. Doubt grieves the Holy Spirit. Anger, deed, it grieves the Holy Spirit. Stealing, lying, grieves the Holy Spirit. All right? Again, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Until God comes and calls you in, all right? Let all bitterness... Let me do this one. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger... Go ahead. Clamor. Clamor. And Ooh. evil. Speaking, be put away from you with all, ma with all malice. Can we do that? It's got to start in these households. It's got to start the way we treat each other in the households. And lastly, be kind to one another. And, and you can be kind to somebody. 
tender-hearted. Be tender-hearted. Forgiving one another. And we're going to have to forgive one another because guess what? You want some people to forgive you. All right? Forgive one another even as God and Christ forgave you. Never forget God forgave you. He's expecting you to forgive somebody else. Look at me. When you don't, thank you, sweetie. When, if, you, if you don't forgive people, you grieve the Holy Spirit. Yes. Remember that. When you mistreat someone, you grieve the Holy Spirit. See, we have a certificate when we got born again, and we, and we wear that on us. The world expects us to act like them, and they want everything they can do to encourage us to act like them. But the Holy Spirit wants us to walk into the newness of Christ, and that's to love one another. Can we do that? Yes. Give God a hand clap. The Isaac's on their way up. Give God a hand clap. All right. Yes. I guess they didn't hear me. I'll do it. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we want to thank you once again for allowing us to be able to, 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 to fellowship with one another and be able to walk with one another. And we want to walk in the spirit of love, and we, just, we, we know that we can do better. We know that we can do better in this church. And we want to, a lot of people made a lot of comments yesterday, what a loving church and what a beautiful church. We don't want this church to be more beautiful in the exterior than we are in the interior. We want to be loving people, kind people. We want to be able to walk with one another. We want to be able to love one another. We want to have that gentleness. We want that long suffering. We want to be able to bear with, uh, with one another. We can do that. We want to have that patience. We want to be able to be tolerant to one another. We want to have the unity of the spirit of peace with one another. This is what we want in this church. We want to be a truly a church that loves one another and respects one another and has the integrity that you would have us to have toward one another. This is our prayer and all in agreement said, Amen. Amen. Amen.